Hello and welcome everyone to episode two of Radio Free Tobag. I am your host, Arthur. I am your host, also host, Donovan. Yeah. And uh, yeah. this week we're going to be hitting you up with some more uh, questions from the Our Relationships board. Uh, until we get this damn call line set yeah, up. Yeah, until... I say that like that's a work in progress, but uh, I haven't really... <laughs> You know, we gotta we gotta we gotta warm up first. We gotta right. do these. We gotta do these test runs. You don't just go straight into dropping bombs. Yeah. First, you gotta drop some, uh, you know, some fake bombs. I do have. I, I have at least one person who is ready to get on the line, and she is very excited. So. Hell yeah! I right, I got a couple. I got a couple people interested too. Hell yeah! Shout outs to those interested people. I'm sure yeah. uh, if they're if they're interested already, then they've uh, probably heard the first episode. By the way, speaking of uh, speaking of which, not speaking of which at all, but there's a new feature for this episode. It's called me getting close to the mic. Yeah. It's called good audio. Yeah. I hope. And I'm using the audio monitor thing to hear my own voice. Mm-hmm. Getting used to that. It's freaking me out a little bit right now, but I, I do it for you, the listener. <laughs> we want that, we do it all for you. We want that hyphy hi-fi. You're damn right. All right. Can I tell you? Can I tell you a little story before we get into yeah, these for questions? Sure. That was just I was thinking about yesterday. Uh, I thought I had something to tie into the show, but I totally, I totally don't remember <laughs> at all. All right. So I was at I was at a studio party a few weeks ago, where they got it's in my friend's studio. They got DJs and stuff. People mm-hmm. come. There's like an outside area set up. People are smoking. There's a fire pit. It's a good. It's a good little party set up, right? Mm-hmm. So this is on a Saturday. I think I was drinking a little bit too much the day before. Uh, so I get there and I'm getting that not so fun nausea mm-hmm. where like, you know, if you ate or like drank a fucking beer, you'd be, you'd be feeling a little bit better, but your stomach's like angry. Like it's spicy in there and it's acidic and it's bad. So I get there, try to eat something. It's not working. Try to drink something. It's not working. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking around like, does anybody have a fucking a Tums or like happen to have Pepto-Bismol for some weird reason? Like this would really fucking save me. I'm not finding anything. So then I'm outside smoking a cigarette. This dude comes up and starts talking to me. And he's nice, but he is he is like clearly on something. Yeah. Like I I'd I'd say Xanax. He claims he's on uh what what the hell's the other one that's not 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 benzos. It's the weird uh oh. old drug like that. You know, no, like eighties Wall Street shit. Quaaludes. He says he's on no fucking shit. Quaaludes. There's yeah. no I'm fucking like, way. There's no there's no fucking way this dude was on Quaaludes. But he's but he's acting real fucking weird. So I'm I'm talking to him for a second, then I call my buddy who's coming and I'm like, Hey, I know you're picking up beer. Can you get me some Tums on the way? You you would save my life. Like mm-hmm. I'm fucking dying right now. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, because he's a good friend. So I'm like, Okay, great. I get off the call and the dude's like, Oh, hey man, like your stomach's not feeling good. I'm like, Yeah, like, yeah, it sucks. And he's like, Oh man, like I got a ginger beer in the car if you want it. And That'd do like, it. Oh, hell yeah. Like that's you know, perfect. Like that'd be awesome, man, if you don't mind sharing. And he's like, Yeah, you know, it's it's only been there like a couple days. I only had a couple sips out of it. But <laughs> like, it's probably still good. <laughs> no, it's like, not. Oh, like no, no, dude. I'm I'm good on like this fucking open ginger beer that's been rattling around in your car for three days. That you've like, only gonna, taken a couple like, sips of. Like yeah, 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 Jesus. Like I think I appreciate like I appreciate the offer, but like no, I'm good. But he keeps fucking like pushing this thing. Oh my god! Like he keeps he's like no, dude. Like a problem. Like I don't have any diseases. <laughs> That is not my concern right here is like your level of diseases. It's that I don't want your fucking three day old fucking car drink. Yeah. 
So he's bugging me about it for a fucking while and finally kind of like lose him, go upstairs. Uh, so then upstairs, they got a little bar, liquor, they got mixers, they got like everything up there. I'm going to fucking wait in line to get a drink. All of a sudden, this dude's behind me. And I'm like talking he, again, like he's nice. He's not, he doesn't mention the ginger beer this time. But then we get up there. I'm like, so what are you getting? And he pulls out the fucking ginger beer can that he retrieved from his car. He's like, I was just going to like mix, mix some tequila or something with this fucking thing, dude. He gets the shot and has him pour it right into the fucking, the fucking 30 year old ginger Holy beer can. Shit. And he's just drinking that. That's, that's his fucking bevy. Yeah. Oh, that is, that is unacceptable. <laughs> dude, what the fuck? Can't even fucking deal with that. Yeah. I don't know if that's even too good of a story, but something reminded me of that, and that no, was giving me the fuck I dig out, it. dude. I want to, I want to hit you with this one. We're gonna, we're gonna tangent on a serious note here, not a real serious. Dude, hit note. me. I'm gonna hit, hit you. me. It's kind of short. Uh, I was DJing at uh, our buddy Zisty's house party, and uh, yeah, it's getting I'm late. Sure. I'm going down for like my like my third set, and uh, I'm getting like a weird tum. You know, I'm getting like a getting the bubble guts going. Yeah, it's and I never good. and I go to relieve the the guy who was man in the decks for the in the meantime my dude uh, Derek Egotronic, and uh, he see me he sees me and he got this like look on my face like I'm not feeling so good and he goes hey uh, do you need one of these and I thought like maybe he was offering me drugs nope roll aids <laughs> <laughs> he just had them and that's that's the moment I knew I was an old man at a party when like a guy yeah. could look at me and be like oh your tongue's weird. Yeah, man, I got the hookup. <laughs> just like a little pink bottle of Pepto Abysmal. Yeah, just beautiful. You want a shot of this? <laughs> yes. All right. Yes, I do. You wanna you wanna hop on some of these questions? Dude, let's, let's hop right onto them. Okay. Let's fucking let's fucking parachute in onto these questions. Cut the cord and land with two feet. Land with two do feet. A roll. Do a little the, combat roll. Combat roll. Pull out the pickaxe. Break open the roof. Open the chest. <laughs> and get those questions. Me, 22M, asking for FWB with coworker 20F, but without sex? Around three months ago, I went home with a coworker of mine after running into each other on a night out. We just kissed and watched a movie before going to sleep, nothing too major. I kind of initiated sex, but she didn't want to, so of course I said it was no problem. Good. Fast forward to two weeks ago, after work one night, we work in a restaurant. We were going to get a taxi home together since we live out the same direction. She said she would pay since I paid for the last one. We went to an ATM and she said she had no money, so she told me to get a taxi and that she would walk home. I said I'd walk her home and I'd bring a taxi when we got there. We got there and talked for a couple minutes and cuddled going to sleep. There was no mention of a taxi when we got to her place. Would it be weird or come across as clingy if I asked her if she wanted to do that kind of thing more? We're both just we're both just out of relationships, and I know neither of us are looking to get into anything serious anytime soon. TLDR went home with a coworker for three months, just kissed and cuddled. Two weeks ago, went home with her, cuddled and talked. Want to do the same thing more, but I don't know if I should ask her. And that is from Throwaways three six five five. Huh? Like a cuddle hookup? Yeah, that's that's interesting. It is. I can't say I've ever. I can't say I've ever been into that. I think that this is a symptom of people getting too, like, wrapped up around labels and make it, it sounds like maybe you want a date to this person. Like, maybe you want to have some romance with this person. I'm not sure why, like, you know. Yeah, where where's the anxiety come from yeah. on asking this person? Hey, uh, 
do you want to like get some dinner? <laughs> like, it's so easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, because that's something more than just hooking up for sure. If if you're coming back after a bar and you're fucking, you're snuggling. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. That's, that's some, uh, that's some feelings territory right yeah. there. And why, why are we afraid of feelings? We're not afraid of feelings yeah. on Radio Free Tote Bag. Absolutely not. It's not radio this is, feeling this is free. Pro feelings. Yeah. I like that. We are a pro feelings podcast. <laughs> PFP. So in short Profipod. I just fuck we just fucking smashed this one easy. Uh ask her out, dingus. Yeah. That's fucking easy. <laughs> Got him. The first <laughs> comments is basically the same thing too. And the fucking second comment. Oh look, and the third comment. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah. ask her out for a few dates. Make it clear that you're looking for enjoyable companionship and not asking for anything more at the moment. Note, being Boom. able to get to know each other as good friends without any expectations is actually quite a good way to set a foundation for a romantic relationship. Keep it low-key and see what happens. Our relationship's being useful for once, man. Yeah, I feel damn. like usually we're coming in here as the cavalry coming in because they're just doing a shit job in mm-hmm. there. But I guess that's pretty straightforward. Yeah. It seems to be consistently the answer to so many things is, hey, just be direct and honest about how you're feeling. Yeah, easy. And don't be afraid of a person's response. Just fucking respect, you know, how they feel about it. You got to take the swing, though. You got to roll the dice. Yeah, what are you going to do? That's what it's all about. What are you going to do if you don't? Sit at home and be sad. Worry about what could have been. And uh, just eat a whole box of Cheetos in your bathtub and cry yourself to sleep. I don't know. That sounds pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, damn. That's actually my plan tonight. (laughs) Okay. Hell yeah. All right. (laughs) One down. One down. Put it in the books. Count it. Smack that check mark. That didn't make any sense. That's not the same. Okay. Also, I clicked these links. Mm -hmm. thought two of them were from earlier, so I'm opening that other one. Mm -hmm. Now thrown into the front of the queue. We're good. The okay. strong feelings one? Oh, yeah. I, 35F, have really strong feelings for my friend, 40M, but he is in a, uh, in parenthesis, crappy relationship. <laughs> I briefly dated this guy about six years ago. It didn't work out at that point for a few reasons that were relevant at the time. Since then, we've become very close friends. He started dating someone right before I ended a five-year relationship about six months ago. He is clearly not happy in this relationship, but he is not, but is not planning on ending it right now. We get along so well and have so much chemistry. At times, it seems so obvious we should be together. We've talked about it a few times, including when I was breaking up with my boyfriend. He is really adamant that I not look like he caused... He is really adamant that it not look like I caused... Like, he, he caused, caused my breakup. Caused okay, my yeah, breakup. yeah. That was a lot. That was a, that's a strange sentence. <laughs> it is. And at that point, said that if we were both single in a year, we should try it. Uh, TLDR, I have strong feelings for my good friend. He's in a relationship. This is a weird one. Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. Not, uh, definitely man. not as straightforward. No, I don't like, I don't like the dancing or like, we got to do it. We gotta, like, we got to, you know, make sure it doesn't look like I broke it up and like, I got to be with this person. I don't know, man. This yeah. seems like some non-committal nonsense. I don't think any of these people actually know what they want. That's probably true. I I am in the uh, destroy this relationship and steal this man camp. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, I suppose I would have to know how shitty the relationship is. Like, yeah. for sure. But, I mean, it seems like, 
I don't know. If I was if I was into somebody and they were in a relationship and it was fairly fresh. That's a good term. That's some good vocab. Well that's that is also a Dane Cook reference. Damn Unforged. Are we at that point? Mooey Unforged. <laughs> Referencing Dan Cook yeah. on the second episode of the podcast. Yeah, I did that. That was my problem. That was my Damn. bad. Damn. That's pretty, that's pretty good though. The relationship. You know, he's become such a fucking pariah that I feel like it wraps around and becomes becomes kind of cool. It's a deep cut to reference it old is. Dan. It is. Old Dane. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> our friend great Dan. Our friend old great Dane. <laughs> friend of the sh- friend of the show, <laughs> Dane Cook. <laughs> oh man, we should see if he'll call in. Yeah, dude. Um, how fucking old is that dude? I mean, he might be the forty year old guy in this it. crappy relationship. Let's Google it. Let's find out. Yeah. Hit that. Dane Cook age. Forty five. I'm pretty close. He's forty five years close. old. Yeah. Damn. All right, tan- tangented on the tangented tangented. That's not a fucking verb. We're on a tangent about Dane Cook. Yeah. I had another thought about this thing. Yeah. Uh from her, if I was in her position, I'd be fucking worried about this shit. If she's directly talking to her friend here, right? Mm-hmm. She says the relationship is crappy, and somebody else is saying this in the comments. But he's he's in the relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, that's not a good sign, man. No, not ideal. Uh, uh, like that that person, if they're sitting in there, it seems like they're keeping this girl on the back burner, and they're seeing if this thing is going to work out. Like if it was really that crappy. He probably ended. I bet he's talking to her, talking about how crappy it is, because he's kind of into her, but he also doesn't want to end this current thing. Mm-hmm. It's a little shifty. It isn't crazy shifty, but it's a little shifty, and I don't, I don't think it's good. Oh, I did it again. This was, this was submitted by Megan too. Oh, I forgot okay. the name. Yeah, I forgot the name. Yeah. Uh, user Kerrer Bell says. Uh, quoting, he is clearly not happy in this relationship, but he is not planning on ending it. He's happy enough to stay with her. Exactly. He pretty obviously feels more of that than more of that with me than with his girlfriend in reference to something that I didn't read because the post was too long. Obviously not, or he'd end things with her. If he's actually saying these things to you, he's lying to you and telling you what he thinks you want to hear, and it's working. Boom. This is all pretty much cheating boyfriend 101. If you're going to break things off of them, and you should, just do it. Yeah. All right, Curr, Curr Bell. Curr Bell. Solid advice there, bud. I don't know. I still think uh, I still think that she should <laughs> just go and sabotage this other relationship. Just destroy <laughs> them. Yeah, just slash the current girlfriend's tires. Mm-hmm. You know, show up at her workplace and make a scene. Threatening letters. Complain to her to the manager. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, just send her a package full of wasps. (laughs) Knock one out of your back shed into a box. If you kind of blow some smoke on them first, it won't kill them, but it will knock them out. Uh Box them up while they are uh, uh, anesthetized. And then just mail it to her, dude. (laughs) If they're living together, you got to be careful. Maybe have your friend out to dinner, make sure she's at home. You yeah. know, the mail's coming. She cracks open that box. There's going to be fucking wasps everywhere. Fucking dude. wasp. That's how you That's how you sabotage. Let me tell you. I love it. Let me tell you. Everyone yeah. on here is in the is in the stop spending time with them uh, camp. But nobody's on the wasp camp, man. And that's what's real. That's what's real. That's, <laughs> that's the kind of cutting edge advice you can only get from Radio Free Tote Bag. Fill a box yeah, with wasps and mail it to her. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's healthy. Yeah, 
<laughs> it's, it might not be what you want to hear, but it's what's healthy. It's what you need to hear. No, there's a lot of end of the fr- end the friendship. Yeah, I don't know about that, man. That seems drastic. Fuck this guy, girl. Yeah. What are you yeah. doing? Stop <laughs> pining for a dude in a relationship, especially one who is open to emotional intimacy with another woman while in a relationship. You deserve Boom. better. Wait a second. Says is that not a, is that not a good thing? Emotional intimacy with somebody else. I don't know, man. I have people have friends. That's a that's, good. This is a good opportunity for theory crafting here because, yeah. uh, like, have you ever heard of um, like the five love languages? I don't want to get oh, super yeah. deep into it, but like, oh yeah, the whole idea that like people give and receive love in different ways. Yes. Um, and your partner shouldn't <laughs> have to be fully responsible for all of your emotional needs. You know, that's a lot no. to put on one person. Exactly. So I think emotional intimacy is acceptable as long as people are adults and don't, you know, let it cross the line. Exactly. I, th- I feel like there's a pretty just clear cut, you know, you know if you're crossing the line. And also you know the I mean? line is so fucking malleable. Like, it's really just like, hey, uh, hun, what's the line here? And then yeah. <laughs> being mature enough to <laughs> hey, be able I'm to. I'm feeling uncomfortable about your relationship with this person. Here's the reason. Oh, okay. Either that's reasonable or not. There you go. You've settled the line. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you can expect that the only person you're going to have emotional intimacy with and talk about, you know, personal problems or whatever is your significant other. That's right. That is insanity. I don't understand that. Some insular nonsense. Yeah. Incellular. Whoa. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, man. I'm going to just keep this ping-ponging around in my head, but i got to say it out loud. Incel, uh-huh. cell phone, incel... There's something there. Yeah. Cellular, incel, in, incel phone. Incellular telephone. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is yet, but that's... <laughs> keep, <laughs> there's a possible keep, wordplay there. Keep kicking that around. There. Yeah, we got it. We just got it out there in the air to grab it later if we so choose. <laughs> you, you can think about that while I read the next question. Hell, wait, 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 oh, you got more? You got more? No, that's it. All right, go for it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, 18F, catch feelings too easily. I'm worried I catch feelings too quickly and that'll ruin my chances of a good relationship in the future. Oh, God. She's, <laughs> I should have read this before I put this on the show. Hey there, y'all. Long time lurker and first time poster. <laughs> smiley face. The title basically says it all. Ever since I was younger, I fell for guys really easily. The littlest thing that they did would make me swoon, and I once sustained a three-year-long three, year, three year long crush with a boy I hadn't spoken to at all until the last year of said crush. Because you were a child. Because you were Fucking a child. 18. You're still a child. <laughs> More recently. You're still a damn child. I really saw this behavior with my ex-boyfriend. We were casual slash friends with benefits. Okay, that, we're gonna, <laughs> that I want to talk about. Yeah, that everybody yeah, wants yeah. to be friends with benefits and casual. Nobody wants to actually have a relationship. That. Is, that you, is that is that your experience with people? That's that's what I'm reading from all these people. Everybody has yeah. got friends with benefit situations that they're worried about, and it's like, why don't you just fucking date people? <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I kind of I kind of get that. There's a different, at least for me personally. There's like a different. Uh, how do I, how do I phrase this? You want friends with benefits with like people you're attracted to and you like, but it's not quite there. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're in whatever spark you need for a relationship, and I think that's fine because I think having that spark for a relationship is like rare between most people. 
but mutual attraction and just generally liking each other that's you know not an uncommon thing and if you're both single and direct with each other like i think that's i think that's a reasonable thing yeah you know if you're not in a not in a relationship maybe you got a bunch of shit going on and like maintaining an actual relationship isn't ideal at the moment so sure i, I don't know i understand that sure I don't know. I just think sixteen-year-olds should date and not have friends with benefits. You know what okay, I'm saying? Yeah, that, that's that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> like that's that's a yeah. really good time to practice. I think in your teenage years to, Damn, to practice that. Like you should probably have your first heartbreak by the time you're eighteen. You should be like just devastated about somebody at least one time. Accurate. Accurate. Yeah. The 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 earlier you get that taken care of, the better. It's like a fucking vaccine. Yeah. It's like getting chicken pox if you don't have the vaccine. Like you don't want to do that shit when you're 20. You know you want to take care of that when you're. Uh, this analogy is not going to work because I think you're supposed to get chicken pox when you're like six. You probably shouldn't be in love at six. And if you are, <laughs> damn. Hey, more power to you, brave new world. Go yeah, and get, go yeah. and get some. I I gave her half my pack of gushers, and it was love from then on out. <laughs> Um, so since she had this, uh, friends with benefits person, uh, she's thrown herself into online dating more and hookup culture. And I've realized that I catch feelings really quickly. Even if it's only been one date or we establish it as a one night stand, I start imagining slash daydreaming about a LTR that's long-term relationship with them, which has really fucked me emotionally whenever things don't work out. I've recently deleted all dating apps as a means of self-care, but I still find myself in the mindset of falling for guys very quickly in IRL settings. My question to Reddit, and to us by extension, is how do I stop myself from getting too emotionally attached to guys? Thanks for your help. You gotta gotta chill the fuck out is what it comes down to. I feel like you you actively gotta pay attention to that, because clearly this is just infatuation. Yeah. You don't... You don't flat out fall for people very quickly. That's not how that works. That is infatuation, a hundred percent. Smart. And if that's making you feel uncomfortable, then fucking stop going on dating apps, which it sounds like that person already did, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and not throwing yourself into hookup culture, whatever the hell, whatever the hell that means. Just right. fucking step back. If you find somebody you like a lot, see him a little bit. And uh, again, this person's fucking eighteen. Any eighteen-year-old dude that you fuck. Uh, it, it has no fucking preconceptions of a relationship there. They're like, this girl is gonna have sex with me. Awesome. That that's it. <laughs> if you if you want some if you want something real here, you gotta you gotta fucking you can't just jump in there with that man. Let me catch a- eighteen. What's that? No, I was gonna I, say. Hit me, hit me. Let me catch an edit point real quick. That was posted by Chinny four one eight. Fuck! I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get on that rhythm. Uh, yeah, I got lost with my point there too, but I, th- I think that's about right. No, like Christ, fucking eighteen-year-old dudes. You, you, you know what I mean? That's a, that's a, that's not an emotionally fucking complex person, right? Yeah, and they, they're not. Well, I mean, I was, a, I was a swoony, I was a swoony boy at eighteen. Yeah, I was quite the swooner. Oh man, I was a fucking idiot. <laughs> just just a hundred percent i'm not sure which of us is more representative of uh of dudes around that age i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna go with idiot ah, yeah man i don't know most most 18 year old guys that i that friends that i knew i feel like most of us were pretty pretty 
emotionally shallow at that age. Yeah. Like unless you unless you happen to come across the right person and like be on board with it. For me it was just mostly you know, hookups and, and short little relationship things. Nothing nothing too serious. Yeah. Only when you're eighteen or nineteen can the phrase we dated for two weeks exist. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh, so yeah. what, what was what, we gonna have a conclusion on this? What what the hell did we say before? It just it's just infatuation. Fucking, just chill out. Yeah, just yeah, take it. What? Take it. And easy. the other thing is, you can get Swoony. Fucking write, make a mixtape. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to give it to him. Like make create some kind of outlet for those emotions. <laughs> I'm a yeah. big, I'm a big fan of the mixtape. Yeah, did you make some mixtapes? Oh, for, I've, uh... <laughs> I've made so many mixtapes. There's actually. <laughs> On my Mixcloud, on the Rocket Nerd Mixcloud, if you go and find me on Mixcloud, it's Rocket Nerd, Mixcloud.com slash Rocket Nerd, uh, there is a mix up there called Music for Lobsters that I uh, I made for a girl who was like, I will not be your girlfriend, we will not be, you know, I'm going to set that boundary here. She's like, but we can be lobsters. I'm like, is that a reference to something? And she's like, I think she said it was from Friends or some shit. Oh, man. I was like, that's fine. So I'm going to make you a fucking real sappy mixtape <laughs> called Music for Lobsters. So if you want to know what love sounds like to me, <laughs> go check Are that you, out. You, you offhand, okay, two questions about yeah. that. One, you offhand said that you don't necessarily need to give the mixtape to people. Did you? So you made you, you made, said you made a lot of these. Would you always give that to the person or did you get some sort no. of like, uh, yeah, you just get kind of some sort of, what the hell is the word I'm looking for? Psychic release. Yeah, yeah. Some catharsis yeah. for making the uh for making just the album and having it up there. That's right. And then you can uh like when you're feeling swoony, you can put the mixtape on and lay there and think about them while the Damn. music's playing. Yeah. Damn. That's some sweet shit, man. Yeah. That's it's, pretty that's pretty sweet. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Other question, like did, so the songs, did you just pick stuff that reminded you of them or was it songs that you listened to together? Songs that I found romantic and that I've thought were in some way like related to them. That's that's how I did that one. Got you. Uh, But so like we we know speak Americano. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Bass Cannon by uh, by Incision. Yeah, <laughs> forgot about that fucking song. That was a great era in music where, like, so many fucking uh, of the ridiculous, like, bro step songs were just straight up. You know, here is a this sounds like some fucking sci-fi blaster noise, mm-hmm. and that's yep. the whole song. Yep, it all centers around just some something that sound, something that would get fired out of the Death Star. Yeah, and that's it. That's the fucking gamma ray burst. That was a fucking other one. Mm-hmm. Busy, that mm-hmm. one, busy P. That was. uh What's his face? Ah, uh, well. Was, ba- was Base Cannon Excision? We're going to get tweets. I hope we get tweets. That sounds right, man. Base Cannon was not Excision. It was, yeah. base, it was base Nectar. <laughs> it probably it's, was base it's all about. It's all about the same. Yep. Uh, we moving on to the next boy? Yeah. Hey, let me let me read one of these. Let me, yeah, let me sure, sure. Yeah, fucking flex, flex that muscle. I wanna, I'm going to flex my reading muscles. I've been doing reading curls and reading squats, and now I'm going to put it to the test. I, 25 male, 
am completely dependent on my girlfriend for happiness. That's not good. Seriously screwing with me. How do I find happiness in myself? Dear God, what a broad question. Hey guys, I'll try and make this short. Seriously desperate for any kind of help, so any input is really appreciated. Basically, I have extreme anxiety in my new relationship. I overanalyze everything. I am constantly on my phone, waiting for a reply, checking out my girlfriend's social media. If I haven't spoken to her, or are having any kind of tiny little issue, I just break down. I have this insane fear of being left or cheated on. It's basically all I think about, and I dread on it constantly. This is made worse by the fact that I am currently dating the girl of my dreams, who is absolutely ridiculous physically and mentally. I have this unbelievable fear of losing her. (laughs) Who is absolutely ridiculous physically and mentally. Dear God. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) She just has like a a a red clown nose and fucking. Exactly. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Like Stu Pickles, purple hair. She's ridiculous. Her her arms are four feet long each. (laughs) She's worthy of ridicule. He's getting repetitive here. I'm just going to keep reading all this stuff. Mm-hmm. We, can, we can cut whatever we need yeah. to. The thing is, I know she's head over heels about me, so my fears are completely irrational, but it's just this constant affirmation I need. If anything is going slightly bad between us, my mood just goes down the drain. This shit is crazy. I'm completely dependent on her to be in a good mood. And it always, let's see, I've been through tons of old posts, people having the same issue. It always boils down to you need to be happy with yourself, find hobbies, have passions. What does it mean to be happy with yourself? I really don't understand this. Uh. I have, oh God, I have an amazing career. Nice car. I'm good looking. Very fit. (laughs) Never had trouble dating. I have a ton of hobbies. I basically have no downtime. After work, I'm either playing sports, practicing music, working out, etc. So I have hobbies. I keep busy. But none of that matters unless I've gotten that affirmation attention I so badly need from my girlfriend. Dear God, what a mess. Yeah. 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 I, I would have hit him with the fine hobbies and half passions, but apparently he does he's already, have he's those. Already, he's already thought about that. But this seems, it all seems very, very superficial. All this stuff he's talking about. Yeah. Nobody, when they describe themselves, because he, he doesn't even like particularly get into it. Like, hey, what makes you happy in life? Well, I have passions and an amazing career. I have a and nice I'm very car. good looking. Yeah, yeah. Nobody fucking talks like that. This dude, deep down, does not like himself. Ooh. Or maybe that's the wrong word, but he, he doesn't love himself. Yeah. And that's that's important, man. If you need affirmation from another person continuously like that, like you can't you cannot survive like that. Yeah. This is an What's example. What's the saying you said the other day? What'd you say? What's the saying you said the other day? I think that's what you were about to bring up. Oh, uh, you have to be the one before you find the one. Boom. Boom. Corny, but also right. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is also this is another situation of somebody uh, who might benefit from getting emotional support from outside the relationship. Yes, it sounds like you're putting way too much on this woman. And uh, and he doesn't he doesn't mention friends in there, does he? He doesn't no. mention a big group of friends or anything. He's just kind of doing his own. Doing it sounds like he's doing all this shit, which he may be interested in, or to some extent is superficial. It's at least not you know satiating his his emotional need for affirmation here right. and then it's just his girlfriend on the side damn yeah you need some friends homie yeah Dude, why don't you hop on down to the podcast and uh no nah, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i don't know about you oh this was posted by Wimb. oh yeah fuck we keep forgetting <laughs> w-m-m-b-b Wimb. 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 Wimb.
Hey, you know what'll help you get some friends, man? Maybe come up with a better username, am yeah. I right? True. Got him. True. Got him. Fucking fucking got so, him. So okay. All right. And he needs to he needs to get more friends. He needs to find emotional support outside the relationship. And uh he needs to be like, how do you get your mind off something? Like I the advice that I just gave the other lady was don't take your mind off it. Fucking wallow in self pity. Put on a mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some people get some people get that opposite problem. But yeah. again, it's it seems like this is like one of the only fulfilling relationship he needs, and so in the relationship compartment of his brain, you know, if that's not running, there's there's nothing else there to pay attention to, mm. and so it's suddenly a problem if she's not paying attention but constantly. Okay, this uh, I was curious too. Do you do you feel Arthur? Do you feel like mm-hmm. you've gotten to a point where you are comfortable by yourself? You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. what this guy is looking for, like on a day-to-day basis. Oh, yeah. I could spend a whole day by myself and only cry 15, 20 minutes. So. <laughs> no, I'm at, like, I feel like I'm in a good position. I, I'm able to, uh, you know, figure out what to do with myself, even if I don't yeah. have other people around. This guy needs to to develop that. I'm not sure how I got it. I think it was kind of forced. Cause, yeah, uh, that's what I was going to ask next. Yeah, when I like uh I moved away from the city and moved uh moved back home and I had lived in Columbus for like 8 years, like 6 8 years. Mm-hmm. And uh so basically everybody I knew was up there and suddenly I'm down here and uh so I had to figure out pretty quick how to how to pull it off the being alone thing. And I think it was just of necessity. Yeah. So he needs to like he needs to need it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he, I, I think I'm in a similar situation too. Yeah. I, I'd kind of assume that most people are like at some point, especially if you're still unstable, like this guy about your relationship, it's going to end and you're going to be alone and it's going to make you, you know, figure out how to be all right with it. Or are you just going to be in a depressive spiral all the time? And I don't think people sustain that. Typically. I think you, you kind of something, Either positive or negative, you find something that stops that from happening. And uh, I don't know if you can do that while you're in a relationship, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. If this guy is at that level where he is so insecure and, and unfulfilled in relationships, I don't know if you can sustain a relationship like this. And my advice, though, wouldn't be to break it up. I mean, it'd be, you know, attempt to pull back from that and work on other stuff. Uh, but at the same time like i i don't think the, the, if you can't do that i think this is going to end yeah yeah one of these times you know that little thing's going to happen and your mood's going to go down the drain and you're going to say the wrong thing yes <laughs> <laughs> it's it's something's going to come out of your mouth that you're never uh, going to be able to take back yeah yeah this is a super common thing though i feel like i've heard this from a lot of friends you know, a lot of people st- it fucking took me, you know, probably just been the past two or three years after I ended my first relationship, just had to be alone for a good stretch of time before you kind of, you know, you get comfortable with yourself. You end up, you, you figure out how to like yourself and, and, you know, be all right. Yeah. Without having to have, you know, somebody texting you all the time being like, you're the greatest person in the entire the world. Greatest. You have a great car. <laughs> your so car is cars. so great. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love your car. Hobbies yeah. are great. How are your friendships? Do you have people you can lean on, confide in, call up when you have great news, tough news, something funny you just heard? 
get some fucking friends, says the darkest beer. Oh, no, look at his response, though. I have fantastic friends who I am constantly in communication with. However, being a 25-year-old guy, it is not easy to be super open with deep emotions like I am and honestly on the internet. You got to open up to the patriarchy. Friends, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, fuck the patriarchy, straight up. Just be fucking open with people. Yeah. It's fine. You can have emotions, man. Fuck yeah. Have your... Okay, so have emotions, get some fantastic friends. He's already got those. Yeah, yeah, just open open up to some human beings. Yeah. Stop with the superficial shit. You gotta fucking... You gotta go and be... I don't know, be... Be real with your friends. And then if you do that to people, if you talk about personal stuff like that with them, you trust them with that. And if they are a good friend, they're going to be like, oh, okay, I can do the same with them. Mm-hmm. There you got a close relationship. Burn, go. And then that's how you figure out who's supposed to be your best man at your shit. That's the one who has um. the biggest collection of your fucking darkest <laughs> secrets. <laughs> Whoever's got the most collateral. <laughs> that's how you pick them. All right. We finna move on. Yeah, let's take a let's take a quick break here. I need to I need to get up and move her. I'm in I'm in this weird seating position right now because I'm trying not to get the thing to squeak. Mm-hmm. I gotta just kind of I gotta wiggle my limbs a little. Get some bit. stretch. Okay, so uh, we'll take a stretch, and uh, in the meantime, uh, I've got a, a word from our sponsors. Hell yeah! yeah. All right, you do the read. I'll yeah. be right back. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, now what do I want to do for for a for a fun ad read? Do you want to get picked up at your house by somebody who is in a car? Then Uber, go to call call them, and the 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 car will come to your house. (laughs) That's fucking awful. Oh man, Uh, Blue Apron, a better way to cook, a better way to Dane cook, Dane, a better cook. What? Okay, here we go. This this will be something I could talk about. Us Magazine has a feature. Dane Cook, 45, and his girlfriend, Kelsey Taylor, 19, kiss on romantic getaway in Hawaii. Now, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum, but, ooh, this, this is difficult for me. <laughs> oh, poor, poor girl. And we're back. And I'm back. What did I miss? Uh, I just found out that Dane Cook has a 19-year-old girlfriend. Damn, man. Yeah. Maybe it's that girl from the other post. Maybe she's uh, turned 19 since the post and uh, (laughs) caught feelings for our buddy Dane. Yep. Caught feelings for friend of the show, Dane Cook. Oh, man. Dane's not looking so hot (laughs) these days. Uh, You got pictures up? Oh, yeah. If I can see this, too. It's pretty good. Let me fuck a close attempt. Nudes. Wait, no. Where's my recently closed? Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, he's looking. Oh, did you find it? He's looking a little crusty. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, just Yeah, dog. Is this the 19-year-old girlfriend right there? Yeah. Dutch. Damn, dude. Damn, Dane. You're looking crusty as fuck. <laughs> yeah, Dane's looking pretty <laughs> But at least deep. you found yourself a hot 19-year-old. Dear fucking God, dude. <laughs> I bet he makes her laugh. <laughs> yeah, apparently so, man. He's just talking about the, uh, uh, I can't even think of a Dane Cook bit. Did you ever actually listen to Dane Cook? Yeah, I've I've heard like a couple of his specials. Yeah, you've cooked it up. <laughs> I remember like, I think eighth or ninth grade, 
he had some bit where he's like on a center stage with like a huge audience around him. I didn't know a lot about stand up in retrospect. That's fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. That that's vicious circle. Is that yeah. special? Ah, ah. Yeah. And he does that shitty ass joke about like printing the Bible on like a atheist who's grown into a tree. Yeah. I thought it was funny like, at I, the time. Yeah, me too. I was also pretty fucking religious at the time. Funny how that goes. Then I listened to Dane Cook and I turned to Satan. Thanks, Dane. Great job. <laughs> Thanks, friend of the show, Dane Cook. Oh, man. I like that term. I've heard that on a lot of fucking podcasts yeah, and radio friend shows. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Yeah. We it's need to get stuff. some friend of the shows going. Yeah, we need friends. To, uh, yeah. We're like the fucking dude from the other post right now. All we've got is each other and uh, pickle. And when you don't text back, ma'am, ouch. <laughs> it's you know? tough. We need some friends of the show to keep this show emotionally stable. I don't know if that was a good bit. I'm kind of laughing on the inside. I don't know. You be the judge. <laughs> Listener. Listener. All right. All right, get to this next one. Get to this next question. By the way, this fucking Gwyphenis and decongestant thing, I thought it was just going to kind of clear me up, but now I, f- I feel like speedy, man. Ooh. I like can drink a cup of coffee. I got energy. That's hell yeah. Like I'm talking a mile a minute. That's what we need. <laughs> need that energy need that energy <laughs> alright I'm going to try to bring more energy on this one here we go here's, here's uh, dude, crank it up crank it up is two months no contact too long my girlfriend 21F and I 23M recently broke up we lived together and dated for about two months things got pretty stressful the last few weeks so we broke up and I moved out we argued a lot leading up to the breakup about communication finances and effort She's a theater grad student and claims she doesn't have enough time for a relationship right now on top of her already struggling grades. There's a feeling on both sides, and we both want things to work out as far as I know. We've been texting, and I came up with the proposal that we go on that we go no contact for two months until she's done with finals. Our emotions are high right now, and this will give us a chance to settle down and miss each other. Afterwards, we sit down, talk things out, and try and work on things. I gave her the date of May 4th, and set a reminder in her calendar app to call me. (laughs) She's agreed to this and says it sounds fair. It's obviously going to be harder for me than her. My concern is two months too long? Should I say say a month or a couple weeks instead? Any advice would be appreciated. If you'd like more details, feel free to ask. Hmm. What are you doing? That's, okay, so uh, they've only dated 13, for two months and they live together? Yeah, that's 013 Denison 130. Damn. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Diving right in. Getting attached. Yeah, man. Being, ah, being open emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. God damn, dude. I always say I I don't I still haven't you know, I still haven't lived with somebody I've been dating. I'd be like at least a year if things are going really well. Like two months, man. All those, all the roommate interactions, right? Like your your roommate relationship is not an intimate thing, but a whole different level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because then you might fucking love a person, but if it turns out that they don't wash the fucking dishes, like yeah. that's going to fuck things up. But if you've only been dating for two months, you don't have the communication levels built to both be trying to form a relationship and be roommates. That's... That's just a horrible idea. Like, this is bad all around. Uh, user 3 Red Squares says, 
not nearly enough in reference to the to the amount of time, in my humble opinion. If it was that bad, I think all eternity is probably about right. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I I have some experience with this with this strategy of let's uh, let's let it cool off and see what happens. Um, You've actually done this, yeah. Uh, my most recent relationship, actually, uh, she said that uh, said she was having a hard time fitting the puzzle piece of boyfriend into the into the puzzle of her life that she couldn't, you know, she didn't figure out. <laughs> That's a like, good image. She's like, where where do you fit in all this? I'm having a hard time figuring that out. I was like, well, let's take a month off and see how you feel, you know, when we get back, you know, from a month, and then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we didn't talk for a month, and I came back, and she's like, nope, still no. <laughs> she's like, turns out, way better off without you. I'm like, great. It, it worked out great. Do you th- do you think the cutting off contact like that was was beneficial? You know, I, like, I know it didn't work out, but do you? Because that's strange to me. I've, n- I've never done anything like that. We were on a break. Yeah, man, but... <laughs> I don't know. I think if you're at the point where you're going to cut off contact for a month or two, the relationship is over. Yeah. It's, There's it's, no, you know. It's definitely some, like, last ditch, like, just trying something to hang on. And it and ultimately, it just it just hurts the person who's hanging on more, you know? Exactly. Like, if you go, okay, okay, just give me, just give me two months. And then that's going to be two months of you hanging around being miserable. Oh yeah, just getting in an emotionally worse state and by the time you get back to it, like nothing positive has developed. The other person's probably moved on and you have gotten worse. Yeah. Yeah. Forgot my umbrella says if you've only been dating two months and living together are two question marks, I'm sure she's taking your two months off as a relief and an easy way to get out of the relationship. Uh you don't fix relationships by going no contact. It is how you get over people or make them get over you. Boom. Fucking exactly. Yeah. If you're taking time off, it, it, the relationship is over. I think yeah. I stand by that pretty strongly. Okay. So it turns out all eternity is the proper amount of no contact to have with this person. All right. I think we've I think we've wrapped this one up. Yep. Can I read this next one? Yeah, go for flexing, it. Go for it. Keep flexing these readers. Yeah, keep it going. Let's try to, let's try to remember be tight on this uh, on this poster. poster right, here name. we go. Okay, here we oh, go. Oh, yeah, poster name. So this is Down and Out 10. Me, 27F, with my 39M boyfriend of two months, is moving, and he hasn't told me yet. Okay. Uh, I have been dating my boyfriend for only two months, but sadly, I really like him. <laughs> <laughs> I work as a scientist for a research company, and he runs a research lab for the local university. Today, I was informed that a university across the country has announced that he's moving his laboratory there permanently. They announced it two weeks ago. Now he travels a lot. Now he travels a lot already and works a lot. But when we get together, it's the most fun I've ever had. He's made comments about us being in a relationship and how happy he is about it. Why would he not mention that he's moving this summer? I feel like that is information I have a right to know, and I would like to discuss it. Should I wait for him to tell me, or should I ask him about it? It is public knowledge. I like him a lot, and I'm very sad he's leaving. TLDR, boyfriend is leaving this summer, and he hasn't tell me, told me yet. Why would he keep that from me? Damn. Wow. Because uh, he doesn't like you that much. Yeah, that's probably right? it. Like, <laughs> that's got to be it. Yeah. What's with him commenting on being in a relationship? So, though? That's, that's weird. Yeah. Man. So, he, like, do you think he was going to just, like, wait? 
<laughs> until he moves yeah, until and like literally the last second. What are you doing tomorrow? I'm moving across the country. Catch oh, you later. Yeah. <laughs> Smell ya. <laughs> Man, that sucks. So dating my boyfriend for about only two months. Mm-hmm. So this is another two monther. And he's called it a relationship. Okay. She she claims. He's made comments about us being and how happy he is about it. Yeah, so they're in a relationship. And hmm. then, now he's just out of there. Maybe he's maybe he's like afraid. Oh, oh, I might have oh what if like Ooh. the day before he's supposed to leave, he's gonna hit a knee, he's gonna propose, and he's gonna move you across the country. <laughs> I mean, man, that's what I always, that's always my advice. You really want to spice up your relationship two months in? <laughs> you get that ring, you get that cross-country move, and you move in together. Scratch yeah. everything I said about that last post, and that is what you need. <laughs> Do it 100%. Yeah, you definitely need to uproot your entire existence, move across the country, and just, just bet it all on 39M. Because how else can you know the you know can you really know a person unless you unless you do that right? Like, mm-hmm. I'd recommend that from the first date. You know, go get a drink on Tinder. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what are you doing after this? Uh, moving across the country. Do you want to marry me? <laughs> yes. Okay. Hop in the car. Pack all your shit up. We go. It's happily ever after, dude. That's how Michelle and Barack met. You know, it's <laughs> it's a fucking proven technique. Yes. And uh, you should take it. Yeah. Go for it. Marry this man. <laughs> Let's see. I think it's a, I think it's a misunderstanding. Reading a couple of these other comments. Yeah. Somebody was asking if she's sure that he's moving. Perhaps we working like that's the. I don't know, man. It's too early in the relationship, and he's saying some positive stuff to do a weird flake out move like that. Because if he was, I think he'd just be talking to her less, or at least not mentioning relationship stuff. I feel like there's got to be some misunderstanding here. Now, here's, here's something that I wanted to mention. This is our first post, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, that has uh, a greater than 10-year age disparity. Mm. And uh, one comment down here at the bottom says, uh, so she asks, why would he not mention that he's moving this summer? Insomnia Game answers, he's with, because he's with you because he wants to bang someone younger than him, not because he sees you as a serious romantic prospect. I would cut it <laughs> off now. It will hurt, but it's for the best. <laughs> Man, he's trying to he's trying to pull a cook, am I right? He's you cooking. Twenty seven to thirty nine is a big age gap, but he's trying to get he's trying to get like friend of the show Dane and get that nineteen to forty five. <laughs> he's trying to get the fucking he's trying to so, cook her adjusting down. Adjusting for that age difference because he's only thirty nine. Mm-hmm. He needs if he wants to get on Dane tier, he needs to find himself a thirteen year old. If he wants to be a twenty-three year old, if he wants to be like wait, it is a thirteen year old. Yeah, if he wants to be like Dane Cook, he needs to date a thirteen year old. Boom, that's big (laughs) advice, man. That's huge advice. Yeah, who doesn't want to be like Dane Cook? Oh, he's rich. He's famous. He's got shitty, spiky, fucking Smash Mouth hair. He does have Smash Mouth (laughs) hair, but he's got a nineteen-year-old girlfriend. Oh God damn, dude. Just just think, like, fucking Christ. Imagine dating somebody who is 26. That'd be, this is the equivalent of me dating a neonate. <laughs> dating In terms of raw years. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, the fuck do you, this fucking successful ass, now somewhat washed up 45-year-old comedian, what do you have in common with a fucking 19-year-old? Not like, much. Love of, love of money and that Dane Cook D? That's... 
It's unclear. Uh, are you familiar with um, uh, the standard creepiness rule as written by uh, the author of XKCD? Uh, I'm not sure. Is that the is that like the age like the age difference? Yeah. The, the so for uh, our, for our listeners who aren't uh, familiar, uh, it is creepy to date anyone who is younger than half your age plus seven. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I've actively used that. Yeah, like even just for Tinder dates. It's a fucking it's, great barometer. It is pretty. It's pretty reasonable. What's your What's your cutoff? Let's then? see. So if I'm 29, that would be 15 plus seven. I can't date anyone younger than 22. Damn. Damn. Sorry to our young but legal listeners. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> ladies and gents. <laughs> I think I think mine then is 26, 13, 20. Yeah. Damn. That's about Damn. right. Yeah, that is about right. I can't fucking imagine even twenty, man. That's yeah. I was low key seeing somebody who was twenty for a bit there, and mm-hmm. there was definitely some discomfort. Just that fucking stages of life. Yeah, I was dating a twenty-one year old for a second, and uh, it only worked because I'm a man child. Like I'm definitely I act younger oh, than I am. Go. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, I feel like once you're 21, dating anyone under 21 is weird, right? Yeah, that's that's a whole thing, too. Yeah. Especially if you're well past it to the point where, like, going to a bar, like, isn't even a thing anymore. Yeah, you're not, like, excited about it. You're just, like, just going to the bar. Yeah, man, let's just get out of the... Oh, okay, then you, like, can, do you have a fake? Can, like, we sneak you into the fucking dive bar down the street so that you can <laughs> sit around a table and we'll fucking, you know, talk and drink some shitty beer? <laughs> mm, I th- well there's a fence in the back you might be able to climb over and uh <laughs> we'll get you we'll get you in the back and i'm a regular so so they know me here they're they accept my uh they accept my proclivities yeah that that 20 21 different that's that's the big fucking gap it's true all right well uh you thinking about wrapping up here uh yeah, I think we I think we about finished that one. Okay. What do we got? One one more uh one more question. To... Yeah. Udomas, let's do one more quick one here. Oh man. No, this one's too heavy. This one's too yeah. heavy. Too heavy to end on? Yeah. Or too heavy to like do quick. Oh gosh. Ah, hey. All about the content. Okay, cool, cool. Alright. How do I move on from him cheating when we have to live together? For reference, this is user MWTHW. Mewtwo. Mewtwo. From user Mewtwo. Hell yeah. For reference, we are 24 and 25. My now XBF and I met in my home country and were together for nearly nine months when he had to move home. We were apart for nine months until I got a visa to study in his country. Two months after moving, he mentions this girl who he likes. I had a bad feeling at this point, but I passed it off as me being silly. Anyway, he tells me that he has been finding things in our relationship difficult, like he can never make me happy, and that I make him feel like he never does anything right. Projection. Yeah. I took a look at my own behavior, and I think to some extent I can see why he feels like that. I decided it was too much pressure to fix, especially as he was beginning to admit to having more feelings for someone else, so I ended it. The next time I see him in person, he admitted that he slept with this girl. This is the second time he has cheated on me. Oh, boy. I still have intense feelings for him, and a large part of me wants him back, even though I know he's bad for me. But he has essentially admitted that he feels like he needs to chase this other girl first, 
And despite him saying that he doesn't know what he wants with her, I really do feel like something will happen. Oh, man. I'm struggling to deal with the emotions around this. I just moved to a new country, extremely far from home. I am doubting that I want to stay here, even though leaving would mean giving up my degree. And I don't know how to let him go and deal with these feelings of jealousy towards this new girl. Uh, TLDR moved to a new country. He cheated on me within two months, and now we have to live together. Hold on. She also mentioned he. he I want to stay friends with him. He's the only person I have here at the moment. Yikes! This this is bad. This yeah. is this is horrifically unhealthy. Mm-hmm. You can't one even if you were like both in your home country and had other people. This is fucked. If somebody cheats on you twice and they say, "Oh, they need to figure out with this other girl," and then let's see what happens with you. You're not a fucking priority to them, and right. get the hell out of there. Yeah, you know, you you got to have some serious self esteem stuff going on. To keep going after this person, you, you you can find you can get over these feelings. I mean, it is so so clear that this is wrong. And then on top of this, you're in this new country. You're stressed out with school, and that's the only person you have there. You don't have a support system around you. Like this is this is the danger zone. This is bad. Yeah. You you fucking block that person, and you don't talk to them again. There, there is no positive outcome to this except for you not talking to them and stopping yourself from getting hurt even more. But can I tell you this? They yeah. fucking live together. Oh, my God. I forgot that. That's what? the God house. damn it, dude. They live in the same building. Oh, God, what a mess. How do you? I, how? I stick to that, dude. Yeah, I fucking figure that shit out. Get the fuck out of there. Okay. And if you can't, cut contact with it. Push it down to, like, don't even interact with them, with the, with them when you're at home. Get yeah. on fucking Craigslist, call all your friends and find somebody there and get the fuck out of that situation before yeah. you get even more hurt. Like, god damn, that's a dangerous spot. I don't think she should give up on her degree either. I think she should. No, no. She should stick around, get her degree, and, you you know, meet some fucking people. Like, get, get in close with some other human beings that are not this person. Because it, mm-hmm. it sounds like they've known each other 18 months and he's cheated on her twice. Yeah, goddamn. Dude. In they're 18 still months. Living together. And they're still uh, living together. Uh, man. I this hate is, this guy. I yeah, this guy hate sucks. This guy. What a dick. What a dishlord. <laughs> you stop I, living I, with him ASAP, says ALT. There are, but she says there are only really two options, and not living with them involves me giving up me de- my degree and going home. She, uh, can, she can find she can find somewhere else to be. I, I say that too, but even if you a hundred percent can't, then f- then I would fucking give that up. You you can't successfully pursue this shit when you are just in an emotional nightmare at home. There's mm. there's no way. Like there's no way. This brings me to a thing, too, with the moving in together early being such a bad idea. I've had, mm-hmm. like, a couple other friends who this has happened to, and they know they need to break up, but the living together just presents such a huge roadblock because that's something that's difficult to do to begin with, to, to break up with somebody, mm-hmm. and that's just such a big roadblock. I, I know two people who have been locked into shitty relationships because they live together, and they're just af- they're afraid and intimidated by trying, you know, by all all the shit it takes to both break out with them and then get somewhere else. You, fucking money's an issue. Go find a roommate. All that stuff, man. That's... Ah, oh, goddamn. Yeah. Do not move in together until you have your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> like, hoof. Yeah, it's good advice. Yeah. 
I get that, though. I mean, fuck, you're into this guy. Oh, there's a degree program. We can finally be together. I'll come over to your place. No, 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 no. Oh, they've been cheating on me. Too late. You are fucking in the trap. Too late. You are fucked. Goddamn. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Get, get the fuck out of there. Hard to get the fuck out of there. That's, that's so bad. I mean, if you're going to stay, if you're going to try to stay, I hope you got a two bedroom because I've heard of I've heard of this where people are broken up and they still only have the one sleeping situation. Yep. And that's that sounds like too damn much to me. Yep. That sounds full Fuck. unacceptable. You come back and your pillow smells like some other girl. Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's worse than bed bugs. Bed bed cheaters. Bed cheaters. cheater cheater bugs. Wow. There's something there, too. Chris27 about to drop some realness. Girl, stop. When there is a fucking will, there is a way. You need to figure out who else you can move in with. There are sites that set you up with a roommate, with roommates who are seeing people. At 22, I was in an abusive relationship and had nowhere to go. After one day of searching, I found an amazing roommate. After two weeks, I moved in. Only $500 a month in a big, beautiful home with a very respectful gentleman. I lived there for two years with zero issues. If you want something, get what you want. Don't make excuses. Um, I'm somewhat with them. <laughs> There's some degree where you're not even making excuses because that is just a fuck difficult to get out of situation. This person responded to them as saying that if you got a if you got a one bedroom, both you you and your ex got to move out. Hope the landlord lets somebody take over the lease without a penalty. The ex is against moving. You got to fucking find somebody to replace it, or you're somewhat stuck. Like the the fucking binding legal lease document here. Yeah, that's just that's such an additional layer of of problems. But yeah, you fucking figure that shit out. <laughs> yeah, you got to figure it out. You can't you yeah. can't really stay. No, no. And, God, I can't imagine. And you got to finish your fucking degree, man. Like you came all the way to this country. You can't just leave because, you know, the douche lord that uh, you came here for cheated on you because, you know, now you got a different reason to be here. Now you got, you know, your degree and your future to think about. I mean, if she, yeah, if, if she's into the program there in that country, but I think there's a good possibility. Like I said, this is just, oh, we can be in the same country. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a program there that I can do. When really the, you know, the main which would, driver. Yeah, which would give me the dude. visa to, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Tra- fucking, if you got to transfer those classes back home, find that degree program at home, you know, just do a different job for a year and get your shit sorted yeah. out and then try going back to school, but... Break up yeah. with Donald, head back to Slovenia. Yeah. God, that's ugly. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, this has been your Radio Free Tote Bag for the week. Current state of affairs is we've got this hosting place. We're going to put it up. We're looking for somebody to do uh, a little logo for us. Uh, would pay somebody a little money to, to make us a cool little Radio Free Tote Bag if they don't want to do it out of the goodness of their heart. And... uh Let's see. Yes, the site is going to be radiofreetotebag.podiant, P-O-D-I-A-N-T, dot co. And, uh, yeah, you'll be able to stream the episodes on there. And then making a Facebook page where we can post updates on new episodes. We'll be able to post, once we get this call line set up, uh, a number in kind of a range of times where we'll be available with the phone Mm -hmm. uh, so that people can call in. And then uh, might as well set that Patreon up early, too, so we can go ahead and start getting some people's pictures 
up on my wall because yep. my bedroom walls are pretty bare right now. I'm going to send you a picture of Goatsy and, and a $10 bill. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't send me anything horrific. Maybe just a sweet, sweet little picture of yourself, you know, giving me a thumbs up to brighten my day. And uh, not, not, not Goatsy. Picks. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about dicks either. Dick <laughs> just a just a wall of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you have all these penis pictures on your? Well, so I do a podcast, yeah. and uh, if people pay me I've, ten dollars, then I'll put the cock on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you see, each of those dicks is a fucking Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! Uh, this has been Radio Free Tote Bag, Episode Two: The Deuce. Uh, hold out for next week for episode three. And uh, in the meantime, it's been great. I am Donovan. And I'm Arthur. And you have a good week. And don't move to another country. Move in with a shitty boyfriend. Living somebody's dream until the end. It's time. Wherever you're supposed to be, thinking that you are free.